0: So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... Hey, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go up first with a little sum-sum. Here he is, our video producer. Ready?
1: Hey, Bones. So when we did Spicy Christmas Lunchbox, I I had him, so I gave him two $10 scratch-off tickets, but you ended up taking those because he got greedy and went for the luxury prizes. Mm -hmm. Did you ever scratch those off? I did. Okay. Did you win anything? I did. A hundred bucks. What? I sure did. I forgot to tell you.
2: Oh, my
0: goodness. It's funny you bring Uh, that up. I wrote that as a note to... So... We all ex- did a little gift exchange. <laughs> we did a gift exchange with a game. Lunchbox from Eddie got lottery tickets. Now, Lunchbox had the option to trade it in for some of our luxury prizes, and he did, and he didn't get
3: luxury. No, I got crap. I got no, bath you'd... lotion and a tie. And, and I then traded he traded that, that in. And I got a stupid oven that you put on your counter, but you already have an oven, so it was stupid. So I traded that in, and I got a hot chip. And then you tell me you got $100, so this is just pain <laughs> to my misery. And but I... I didn't choose the 100 No, you did
0: No, No, you did, and I won a hundred bucks. Wow! I sure did. Off one, one was a loser, and one won a hundred bucks. I guess I won ninety. If you paid ten for it.
1: You want a hundred, I, I paid 100. for it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so that's I'm amazing. glad you reminded me. Hit why, the world, why does the world hate me? Uh, it um, doesn't. They were yours. You made the decision to trade them in. Yeah, because when you said luxury, I thought, oh my. No, god, you are be made the decision. You made the decision. And scuba trade isn't for like a three hundred dollar gift card. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got like a
3: three hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Thanks Not for me Though, <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, up next
0: here is the world's against him. Apparently, lunchbox. Everybody, good morning, lunchbox.
3: I do have some good news. I ran into a listener who works in the news and. I have a good shot of getting on the news, guys. I pitched this news person. I was like, look, I got this great idea about me riding my bike to work to save gas, fight high gas prices. And they were like, that is so awesome. And I was like, so you're going to put me on the news? They're like, we have no control over that. You have to call the newsroom and pitch your idea, and then we get assigned the news stories that they want us to do. So on my plane today, call the news. That means they are interested. They, This person told me I should call the newsroom Sounds like they're going to put in a good word for me.
0: So, I heard through the grapevine that you already tried to call one of the news stations. I, I called one. But we don't have... Which is why he's still saying he's going to do it. We can't air it because they said you can't air our audio. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But,
3: but... but, So, I'm going to Did call... Did they also say no? No, no. They didn't say no. They didn't say no. They just said couldn't air it. So, we are moving on to another news station. A better one,
4: obviously. A better
3: yeah, one. Yeah, a better one. <laughs> obviously, knows what good news is. and We will talk to them today and... uh Hopefully they're going to (laughs) bite. They're not. But, pal... How do you know? How did that go? Did you record that call? Yeah. And then you said what? I just said, hey, you know... Well, at the end, I'm just like, you know, hey, thanks for being on the radio. It's Lunchbox, Bobby Bones Show, and, you know, we're going to go ahead and air this. Like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, what? And then they were just like,
4: eh... That's your spiel for consent?
1: Yeah, he always squeezes it in at the end. Like, All right, thanks for being on the radio. It's Lunchbox. Okay, I gotta go. Nope. That doesn't really count <laughs> if you just go, <laughs> thanks for being on no, the radio. No, then we talk
3: about it, you know what I mean? But the, you you wait, you get the conversation done, and then you sort of massage them at the end. You massage them? Interesting. That sounds disgusting. Well, well, and a lot of the times, Scuba does the massaging because he kn- he knows better, mm-hmm. like, talk. I'm not very professional. Well, I hope it works out. Okay. So get ready when you hear this next one. Oh man, I have got a feeling this one's gonna bite. Well, Mike D got on the news. It's pretty cool. Shut up. Multiple newses. Wow. We don't care about. Sh- it. Shut up. Okay. Dang. Wow. I, we've already talked about Mike on the news. It's enough. It's old. Like we don't talk about that anymore. Right. Here we go. Okay. Good, wish me luck, guys.
0: Up next. Wish me luck. Wish, Amy, wish him luck. Good luck. She wishes him luck. Here is Amy. Everybody, go ahead.
4: Uh, my kids saw Puss in Boots, and they told me a little review. And my daughter even recorded something like a PSA for parents.
0: Is that movie a Shrek? Yeah. See Prequel, spin-off. sequel. Yeah. Spin-off. it's the
4: cat in the is boots? Is it
0: after Shrek? And is it in the theater or is it rent? It's
4: in theater, and this is like the second one. I think it's called The Last Wish. Mm-hmm. And ha- what's the name of the movie? Puss in Boots.
0: Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Puss in Boots. Yeah. Okay, it's not pus. No. no. That's what comes out of like a wolf. Like, Got it. Puss in Boots. Got it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So this is something that she's recorded? Yes. A PSA from Amy's daughter about the movie. Go ahead.
5: To any parents who want to take their kids out to see Puss in Boots, it was an okay show for me. But for a little kid, is a great show. Heads up, they do say some cuss word,
4: but they bip it out.
0: Okay. Oh, so there is no curse where they're beeping, though.
4: Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 96%. Wow.
4: Yeah, but she's 15, so she says for her, it's okay, but for little kids, great.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Did Mike like it? Mike, I don't think Mike watched Puss in Boots, did you? Movie Mike hasn't caught uh, that one yet. Mostly surprising. he's doing adult movies. He used to go to cartoons a lot. But only like the ones he liked as a kid. Adult uh, movies. Like Interesting. Yeah, he watches those. I don't. Whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, this, by the way, is Colton from Missouri. This guy, whoop a kangaroo. He also works with Morgan number two. He's got a friend named Lunchbox. That guy is tricky as a fox. This guy had two phones. He
2: also is known as Bobby Jones. But he really is Bobby Boom! Yeah, yeah. All right, Thank you
0: very much. I got an invitation, and I'm not a very good golfer, but I like to play golf. Only started playing on the last. Little bit of my life. Never played early. We don't really have golf courses where I grew up, and so I got invited to play in this big tournament called the uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am in California, and it's on TV, and that is very scary to me. And not only that, they said, hey, you, you get to pick a caddy, and you, it should be someone who's very knowledgeable in golf, since they can help you and you know know la la la. So I called the most knowledgeable person I know, Eddie. Eddie's gonna be my. <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster.
4: Oh yeah, has he caddied for you before? Yeah, now, I have. Right? Yeah, but have. it wasn't
0: on TV. And he forgot my clubs. We'd go walking, mm. and he wouldn't even have my clubs. It was like one time. I was talking wear, to someone. He wouldn't wear the uniform he's supposed to wear. Mm. It was a whole thing. So this is
4: next level.
0: Yeah, I'm nervous because it's going to be on TV, mm-hmm. and I'm also nervous because they said bring the most knowledgeable person who can help you with your golf game in the middle. And, and I just, I'm the most knowledgeable. And, well, I just picked Eddie because I I don't I don't know anybody <laughs> knowledgeable. <laughs> So I am the most that you know. So it's going to be us, too?
4: Yeah. But aren't there, like, don't you have some artist friends that literally played golf in college? They're playing.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're playing in the tournament, though. (laughs) Oh. Like, also, Darius, Charles Kelly, Jake Owen, they're all playing in it. Ben Rector, who's not country, but he's a friend of mine, too. He's playing in it. Steve Young, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, there's just a lot of people. okay.
4: They're probably busy. And got yeah, and you think they'd have that
0: time to caddy for bones? So no. Eddie is going to caddy for That's me. Awesome. And we're probably going to get kicked off the course.
1: Maybe. Maybe. It's going to be awesome, that though, That should dude. be
0: the end of the month. I'll let you know when it's on TV. It'll be on Golf Channel. And there's a cut. I probably won't make the cut.
1: Let me tell you something. We may win this thing.
0: Listeners can come, though, if they do want to Do you have come. a partner? What do you mean? Uh, like Are a p- you
4: assigned to, uh, like, a...
0: Yeah, a pro, but it's not really... I can't... Yes and no. I still have to play my, mm-hmm. my own ball. But you guys, if you're up in that area, because we're on in a lot of Northern California, just go to attpbgolf.com and there are tickets. And Eric Church is playing, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett. So it's a big deal. But again, they have real caddies, and I have Eddie. Have we talked about my
1: fee? You know, like, because there's a percentage, you know, like if you win it all, I can. I'll tell you what, I'll give you
0: 10% of my winnings. That means you're not getting anything. Hey, I give you 10% of whatever I win. I knew it. Uh, Thank you. Let's get going with today's show. Time for the mailbag.
2: You send an email and we read it on the air.
3: It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello,
0: Bobby Bones. We recently moved back to the great state of Texas where football is embedded in the culture. Our town is full of team spirit, which is a former athlete and sports fan. I love my oldest of three sons is nine. He has started to show great interest in football. He played flag football last year and is persistent about asking to play tackle football. Registration right around the corner. I'm torn. Part of me wants to allow him to play. He's a good kid. And I believe the experience will teach him a different type of discipline. Part of me is concerned about exposing him to injury, head or otherwise, and an overly competitive environment too early. How early did you start playing tackle football? I know Amy's son played tackle football last year. What advice do you have? What advice does she have? What advice does Eddie have with his four boys? Signed, an unsure mom in Liberty Hill, Texas. Uh, my answer is I started playing Pee Wee tackle football in the fourth grade. And it was real deal. We hit full pads. You didn't hit hard because you're fourth graders. Although I felt like it. I was quarterback too. No, oh, really? I was quarterback all the way into like eighth grade. And then they realized you weren't that good? And then they were like... You know what? You're too good. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, too good. <laughs> I was still a backup quarterback for a couple of years. <laughs> um, I loved, for me, I loved playing football. It really instilled discipline in a lot of ways. Showing up, best effort, being a leader, being a follower. All that happened. I think I lacked a male influence in my life because I didn't have a dad for a lot of my life. And that was what I needed at that time in my life. And I played all the way from fourth grade until I graduated high school. I do understand now because the more data that comes out, yeah, you're taking two bodies and just slamming them together and these bodies are getting bigger, faster, stronger all the time. doesn't matter what age it is. Seventh graders are starting to be faster than the old version of seventh graders. Eleventh graders, college NFL players are so fast and so big when they slam into each other. And I'm I'm taking the situation last week out of it. Although that was a really bad deal. Scary. But... I think if we had a son now that was like 11 or 12 and wanted to play, it would be worthy of a discussion based on this because it is a real concern, but I don't know that I'm going to shut it down. Because soccer, you get a lot of concussions. I think that's the number one most concussed sport in high school is soccer. But football, you're dealing with a lot of uh, injuries that are happening because of impact. Sure. But I do think that you are right to be – Concerned and to consider this. And I think it depends on your son as well. I don't really have a cut answer here other than I think it's good if you do your research on CTE and how it's affecting young, younger and younger folks and then come up with your own solution. But I'm not going to say that let everybody play football because I I, there are some risks now that we didn't know about, but it was such a big part of my life and it still remains there that I think any team sport, if you could get them interested in another team sport, Basketball, baseball, I mean, that would be great. But if you really want to play football, I don't know how I'm going to keep somebody from playing it, honestly. Amy?
4: Well, I loved my son being a part of a team, like you're saying. So I love that he enjoyed football. And for my son, I didn't really have to worry. Obviously, I'm concerned about him out there on the field, but he would always hang back.
0: He wouldn't want to get hit?
4: He he was not trying to get tackled or be a part of tackles, so thankfully I didn't have to worry, but it's a valid concern, and you could talk to the coaches.
0: Well, the coaches are going to say play.
4: Right, I know, but just talk to the coaches Uh, about, like, hey, what are we doing in this league? They're like, I wouldn't let
0: my kids do it. Wait, but you're the coach.
4: (laughs) This league to prevent injury, maybe. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, you're not. You're really not. Nothing? Mm, No, not any more than any other league, unless they're just Mm. (laughs) non-contact.
1: Okay, play flag. You
0: could, but... When you get to an age, it's time to play
1: tackle. And nobody else plays flag. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Eddie?
1: Yeah, you know, I played high school, middle school, and high school. I played football in middle school and high school, and I hated getting hit. Hated it. So I'm banking on my three younger kids. I know that they're going to want to play football. Two of them already play flag football. They're going to want to play tackle football. But I guarantee you, two out of the three, once they get a good hit, they're going to want to quit and i'm banking on that because once He's hiring a hitman
2: <laughs> a bigger kid coming
1: <laughs> i'm banking on that because once they do get hit they're going to realize oh my gosh i don't want to do this like forever like and play football and get hit and hurt i mean it didn't feel good so if they really really want to play there's really nothing i can do about it like I, my dad did that to me he took things away from me that i really wanted to do and i i i kind of res- resent him for some of that stuff
0: here's what i'm going to say as a parent either decision that you make that is your decision as a parent and it's not wrong because both sides would tell you you're stupid and wrong. Yeah, I'd let my kid play football, what's this country going to? There's that side and then there's the side that's like, yeah, no, literally head injuries up, 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 up all across the board, all ages because we know now what to look for. Not that they weren't happening before. We now know what the overall impact is over sometimes not even a long period of time. So you make the decision and you're good. Either way. And then just have a constant communication about it. Hey, being so vague, but there's just not a wrong wrong way to do this. Yeah.
4: What was that movie called that Will Smith was in? I never watched
1: it. Concussion, I did. Question. I think, right? Uh, oh. yeah, I, think, I think it was so called cool. Head Injury.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I did watch CT. it. I, I was just going to tell her to not watch that.
1: Yeah, don't watch that. <laughs> okay.
0: True, true story. I mean, it's true. That's a true story. Yeah. You want
4: to know the facts, but it'll also scare you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That's the mailbag. This is where we have Morgan watch a show that we used to watch when we were kids.
5: Morgan, how old are you? I am 29.
0: So we make her watch things like Seinfeld, which she only gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Mm. Back to the Future, she gave it a 4 out of 5. Wayne's World, 3.5 out of 5. So all we're doing is making her watch stuff we thought was cool just to see if it's still cool. So we made her watch ALF, which I loved ALF as a kid. So Uh, good. uh, Yeah, you watched it, right? Yeah. ALF was a little creature from Melmac who liked to eat cats, and he lived with a family, and the whole time they didn't want me to know that they had ALF, which stands for...
1: Al. Uh, alien, alien
0: life form. form That's it
5: There you go Woo.
0: Nice We got there Morgan you watched ALF How many episodes did you watch?
5: Yes I watched 10 episodes
0: And oh. what, what platform is it on?
5: It's on Paramount Plus Did you have to pay for anything peacock. extra? Peacock
0: Okay a Peacock okay. It, it, it was a P <laughs> I get confused too yes. <laughs> What would you think about ALF?
5: Well I really liked it I laughed a lot during the show I thought the comedy was on par still today Like I still got a lot of joy out of watching it and it was cool to see something that was obviously pretty ahead for its time, doing, like, an alien creature, and he was really cute. Alpha's a really cute little creature. But I have to say, it's as a superhero fan, it's hard to watch something that is so outdated as far as effects and watching him, like, move around was not the same as watching, like, a Marvel show today.
0: Well, you know there was a guy in that costume... There, was no, there were no effects.
5: I know. It, just, it was weird. Like, it was so <laughs> old. Like, I, just watching it was old. And, like, watching the spaceship <laughs> come down, you could just tell how old the ship was, if that makes any kind of sense.
1: The technology wasn't that good then, though.
5: Yeah. But I don't even think they tried. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think
0: it was so—it was meant to be corny, where, again, there was a little man in the costume. And then also the spaceship was just a bunch of lights, wasn't it, basically?
5: Yeah, and, like, it kind of—they made it look like something was happening.
0: So, Gordon Shumway was Alf's real name. Because Alien Lifeform wasn't his name. Right, right. And before she gives <laughs> us the review, that show was so popular in so many ways that for a while, Alf's done a couple different talk shows, meaning, like, late night talk shows.
4: He would show up. I kind of no, remember No, no, he that. would host
0: them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and that he there's been Alf cartoons. I mean, Alf has spun off in many ways. Morgan, what did you give Alf on the scale?
5: Because it made me laugh so many times, like, actually out loud, I give it three out of five cats. Mm-hmm.
0: Would he eat the cats on He'd TV? He'd always try to be like, oh no, he would never <laughs> he never actually ate a cat. <laughs> okay. They never actually let him eat a cat because that would be mean. But he always he always loved to talk about how he liked to eat cats. That's and he got funny.
5: suspected of eating the family cat a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. The guy who played Alf, who was inside the costume, died at 77 years old pretty recently. Was a really small oh. guy. But I loved Alf. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny. Morgan gives it three out of five. Yep. And it is on peacock. Peacock. If you want to watch it, which by the way, so is my show, Snake in the Grass. Yes. If you want to go watch Snake in the Grass, just go search on Peacock, I guess search for Snake. And I don't think it pops up. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Morgan, thank you very much. It's time for the good
4: news. With producer Eddie? Yeah, I hope it's something good.
1: Andrea Stepovia is a Ukrainian national but he lives in America with with his wife, Tara. And last February, he went to Ukraine to visit his mother. Well, Russia invades and he got stuck. All the borders were closed. So he hadn't seen his family in a year. Well, this past New Year's, he got to get out of Ukraine. He came home and reunited with his wife. They celebrated, And here's a clip of his wife talking about it.
5: I am just so grateful. Obviously, for this New Year's Eve, too, like this is going to be the best New Year's of my life because I just can't believe this is all happening now, finally. But yes, it was the worst experience ever.
0: That's why I don't leave my house. I don't want to get trapped anywhere else. I think you're good. No, 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 that's why I don't leave. (laughs) Because something might happen. Russia might invade wherever I am, and I'll be trapped. And I don't like that. (laughs) Okay, it's possible. What was his first name?
1: His name is Andrea.
0: I bet people think he's a woman everywhere he goes if they just see his name.
1: Or uh, unless it's Andrea. I don't know. Still, still, when you read it, it would
0: look like an I. Assume he's like so annoyed, but it's probably not a woman's name in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I'd have probably tra- I'd been like Andy or something if I'd Andre. came. Andre.
1: Whatever. Andre's a good one. No, nah, even Andy. Really? Andre
0: seems a little fancy. <laughs> you know? Oh, but that's a good story. Glad he's back. That's yeah, awesome. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Amy's son sent a question in for us. And you wanted Amy to ask us all, what's the situation?
4: Well, he got a kid's meal and it came with his little toy or surprise. And then we just got to talking and he was like, do adults get these? Because they're awesome. And I thought, well, no, we don't really get, we order like a combo number one and it comes with what it comes with. We don't get anything. And he's like, well, what would you want? And it got me thinking, well, what would we want if we got kids meals with stuff inside?
0: Adult meals. Yeah. Okay. But there was a little prize in it as well. What mm-hmm. would you want? What's the one thing, if you got it, you'd want?
4: Um, I feel like I'd appreciate a cute nail file. It has to be something that the restaurant can afford to throw in. Or some dental floss.
0: I would want a glasses cleaner.
4: Ooh, that's a good one. Because that's they're cool. so
0: hard to keep track of.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I would want one, because I, I wear glasses, obviously. Inside the meal, there's a good glasses cleaner. Or a phone charger. Oh. Damn, that'd be awesome. Phone charger's in, legit. In the adult meal. Adult meal also sounds a little dirty, but it's not. <laughs> but it's just the opposite of a kid's meal.
1: What would you want in your adult meal, Eddie? Ooh, I'd like like a pack of golf balls with the logo of that place. Like that's if it's good. Sonic, I want Sonic golf balls.
0: That'd that's, be cute. That's fun. Right? Yeah.
1: Lunchbox? Lottery tickets. Obviously. Why would they do that? What, what do you mean? I don't know. Lottery tickets, that works. And that's maybe it's
4: a lottery awesome. towards the restaurant. Like you scratch it and you get a free burger. Oh,
1: okay. That's cool.
3: So McDonald's used to do stuff like that. Oh, right. yeah. We saw that on the documentary McMillions. The Monopoly one? Yeah, what... Oh, that was... You were never going to win the grand prize.
0: So that McMillions, is that what it was called? Yes. It was all about how they did that Monopoly
3: game for millions of dollars.
0: Yes. And, and how- what was the payoff there? What did we learn? And what was the big conspiracy or what really happened?
3: I don't know if I, you want me to ruin it, but there was people that were in charge of the game we stealing the pieces and giving it to family members. So they were oh. cashing all the major prizes. Dirty. So you, us, the how did they nor- not track that? They had it handcuffed in briefcases and they were still able to trick people. They would go in the airport bathrooms. But how did they not know if an executive's cousin wins? No, no. They would give it to a cousin who would give it to the lady down the street. There were that many people involved in it. It was un. How do they catch them? I don't remember exactly how they called him, but it all unraveled. Like people started to end up dead and oh. dead? Yeah. It's crazy. It is such a good documentary. So that's why we never got boardwalked. You you, you ne- the public never had a chance. Did the public ever win any of them? No.
0: Never. Really? There wasn't even one like random. Well,
3: at least in the documentary, it makes it seem like they were all given to people they knew. Dang. It's the story of an ex-cop turned
0: security officer who rigs the McDonald's Monopoly game promotion for a decade, stealing millions of dollars and building a vast network of co-conspirators across the U.S. Well, you know, once you start including more than two people, eventually it's going to come out. Sure. They can't keep seeing it. But they got away for
3: 10 years! (laughs) Right. That was basically the lottery. That's what would happen to Lunchboxes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: In your prize, that's what would happen. Exactly. Eventually. That's exactly yes. what would happen.
3: But McMillian's, I mean, it is a great, if you have time documentary to watch, you'll just be like, wow. Because I mean, I remember on air, Bobby and I, when they would come out, we would go to McDonald's and buy $100 worth of just cups. We didn't want to eat food. We just, just wanted cu- cups. We, didn't want, we didn't want the cups filled with anything. We just, just wanted to fill the it. cups just off. Peel <laughs> up. Just to fill them up. And I come to find out, we
0: never had a shot. We won like six hash browns. Wow. <laughs> that's it. All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks. For everybody who has helped with St. Jude, I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for uh, some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay know, Somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's (sighs) musicgives.org. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Seuss Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts. That's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter The Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audiblecom the boar's nest. There's a restaurant here in town that's been open for just decades and they finally closed because they wanted to retire. There's a whole story locally. And so they were doing kind of a newspaper digital tribute to this restaurant that's been such a, a, a big part of town. And they were interviewing Rose Arnold, who runs the restaurant, Arnold's Country Kitchen. Just talking to her about some of the great things that's happened. And there was a story that came out in it, and I'd never heard it before, and I thought I would share it, and she said several years ago, a family member with cancer needed to get to Minnesota quickly because they had, a, like, a brain tumor. And she was nervous that if they flew, that would be bad for the brain tumor because it happened so quickly. And as she was talking about it to somebody in the restaurant, the article says... A customer interrupted and said, I'll get him there. And Arnold's relative arrived in Minnesota at the hospital the next day on Jake Owen's tour bus. And so I asked him about it. He's like, yeah. I never, he, he'd never talked about it, but he said he heard her talking about how to, they get him to Mayo Clinic. And Jake's like, you don't have to fly him. I'll just send my driver on tour bus and it'll take 12 hours, but you can just sleep on the bus and arrive there.
4: Amazing.
0: And that's what he did. That's really cool. He just said, okay the, the tour bus just say where and they all, the family got on the bus and it drove them up to Mayo Clinic mm. in Minnesota and the guy's still alive
4: yeah
0: and so That's a
4: special I, story I,
0: right yeah and so I posted it on my Instagram because I was like I know he's not gonna post this even though it has now made the news because she was talking about it I know he's not gonna post it but I thought that was such a cool story because it
4: happened a long time ago
0: yeah yeah it happened what, like, I think like 10 years ago or something wow. 8 years something like that wow. but Jake was just sitting in the restaurant and overheard it and was like, "Hey, sorry to interrupt, but I can actually help you do this. I have a tour bus, and the whole family can get on. You can go to sleep. You can. It'll take a little bit, but you can sleep the whole night, and you'll arrive there and not have to worry about flying." Mm-hmm. And that's what happened, and it's not even just that he just sent a tour bus. I mean, he he. That's expensive. He paid for it. I mean, it's his driver, gas. That's a thing. Yeah. And for him just to go, "Hey, uh, I got you." I thought that was awesome. It was a really cool story, and a lot of people were. You know, commenting on my Instagram too. that I had no idea because it wasn't a shared story. So I just wanted to share that because I thought it was so cool of him to do that. Yeah. And obviously Jake and I are friends, but I didn't know that story. And I was like, hey, dude, is this true? What if he'd been like, nah, dude, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody made that no, up. Made up. <laughs>
4: so, That's a different Jake Owen.
0: <laughs> so he told me the story about it after I had asked him and it was out there. But really cool. Just love to see that. I do want to play this from Chandler in Waco, Texas. This is a voicemail we got last night.
2: I noticed that Amy had- done a bird minute in a while. Can she do one soon and give us an update on her bird watching? Love the show. And my mom's name is Bobby too.
0: Well, thank you very much, Chandler. <laughs> Amy got had a brief period of her time where she was fascinated with birds in general. And she hasn't done a bird minute, but let's do it here. And now it's time for Amy's Bird Minute.
4: We've got new research from scientists at King's College in London that says seeing or hearing birds provides a feeling that's so uplifting, it can last for up to eight hours. So bird sounds are really good for our mental health.
0: I get annoyed when birds are yapping outside the house. You do? What? Yeah,
4: like well, this.
0: Yeah,
3: there are annoying yaps. That, no, no, this is a peaceful one, but there are the ones outside the house that are like looking for food. Yeah, like, those are crows. Okay. When you go eat no. at a restaurant, and they're ah.
0: And that was Amy's bird. You only minute. got a minute. We're
3: moving on. Sorry.
4: Yeah. Y'all took up most of it. No, you told the negativity. whole story. You told the whole story. Yeah. We just
0: commented
3: on it. And I'm going to be in a good mood for the next eight hours to those birds.
4: Okay, well, I was just going to remind people that there's bird apps. You don't have to actually go out in nature to hear the bird to get and the benefits. And that was Amy's
3: Thank Bird
0: you. Minute. Going over it. I'm sorry, sorry. Amy. Thank you, Amy. There's
4: one called Urban Mind. Thank you.
0: Okay. Trucker Mike in Nashville left us this voicemail.
1: Got a uh, morning corning
2: for y'all. Next time you go to the fridge, make sure you knock before you open the door because there might be a salad dressing. All right, have a good one, guy.
1: (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Good,
0: addressing. Here is somebody from Maine.
2: I just heard about Lunchbox's watch and how he got it. I hope he gets in trouble because that is literally wrong. That is taken away from a child that needs a Christmas. So, so disappointed in Lunchbox.
0: I think you're a little confused. He did put an angel up on a tree to where somebody would think he was a kid and they would buy him presents, which we said don't do. But nobody got that angel, thank goodness. But a listener sent him a watch, like a personal angel.
3: Yes, people have their story all confused. I signed up for an angel tree. No one adopted me. So some nice B-teamer mailed one to the studio and said, Merry Christmas from a B-teamer. And so it took away from no child. It was some B-teamer that listens to the show, is a big fan. I guess me, the show. Okay, we're not fighting for it and, here. And, I'm just <laughs> saying that wasn't that. But, yes, we also think that
0: was real. Don't send Lunchbox gifts in the mail. You absolutely can if because you Because he's just going to beg on the air for more stuff. That's the situation that we want to avoid here.
4: And here, I think even the Angel Tree stuff, he's just such, he wants attention all the time. I think he and it would be cool to get adopted. Get him a lot of I've always wanted
3: too. to be on one of those trees. Mm-hmm. Here's, I and mean, me too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's cool. You get free gifts. <laughs> but I don't go do that.
4: It's not what
0: it's about. Yeah. Uh, Michelle from Florida. Here you go. I
2: was just catching up on the podcast. Raymundo was talking about what he had done. In his ears and it's called an ear lavage and what they took out was probably ear wax that was accumulated from all the on that he cleans his ears with cutings and it pushes it in i used to work for a doctor i was a medical assistant and i used to have to do those and man the things i would take out of older people ears
1: mm, oh i don't want to hear that
0: I... it's good though huh ray oh. yeah i mean it's disgusting i really don't even like talking about it. that's why i really never brought it up lunch is the one that brought it up but yeah it is very gross but very relieving okay. but you had a whole blockage where you couldn't hear out of an ear yeah i was numb in the right side of my head for half of the vacation and it was all wax bro what are you doing in there mm-hmm. it might have been like small bugs as well mites yeah <laughs> mites there's no <laughs> time tell- i mean it was black chunks of dust dirt everything grime in one side of your head yeah the other one was fine <gasps>
4: I that's mean a, that's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> I, I use Q tips though, so now I'm nervous. Ooh. The Ball Show.
1: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
4: If you're thinking about getting a personalized license plate this no, don't, year. Don't. If
1: well, you're thinking don't.
4: Okay. But <laughs> if you're into a vanity plate of sorts, okay. I've got a list of some that were rejected in 2022, so you know what's not an option.
0: Fart guy. F R T G U I
4: <laughs> That would probably get rejected because uh she mad. Got buns, what? cool AF.
0: She mad though. That's funny. I and like not that. Not bad.
4: One. I didn't think so either, but it got rejected.
0: Cool AF. What was the other one? Cool AF. You can't do that because the F stands for a bad word.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, got buns. Yeah,
0: especially if you're like a bread maker. Yes. There we go.
4: Thought that. Dude, that's funny. This one is C O K A N E.
0: Cocaine. Oh, no, oh no, no 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 no. spelled in a weird way. You know they were like, I got an idea to get get it past them.
4: What are your name's Kane? Mm-mm. And you have okay, a partner no. named Kane. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, someone went through old articles from 1923 to see what experts were predicting back then for 2023 because it would be 100 years.
0: They did an article predicting the future? Way back then. Love it. Yeah. Go.
4: So they thought, wow, the average life expectancy will likely be 100 years old. It was only 57 back then. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: It's uh, not
0: though, right? No, it's not. But okay. that to me is not the headline. The headline is 100 years ago, 57. Yeah, man. That's crazy. So we that are that making was the life, Yeah, making progress. I assume life expectancy in the States is like 77 or 78.
4: It's It was 78 and I read it kind of went down to 76. Yeah,
0: seven, well, right now, as of today, so, oh, it just died. So it went down. Um,
4: <laughs> 77.28. Okay, there you go. Uh, cancer will be eradicated.
0: Um, A lot, eradicated, no, but a lot of it, a lot of different cancers are able to be beat now because of early detection. And then also they're working on a cancer vaccine now for the first time of certain cancers I read. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah,
4: again, making progress. Uh, Telepathy will exist.
0: Um, Try that word again. Is that not right? Tele- telepathy.
4: Why did I say it that way? Which is because <laughs> I. Which
1: is just <laughs> thinking and communicating.
0: Wrong. Like right, right now, Eddie, I'm going to
1: send you telepathic messages. What okay. am I saying? Ooh, uh, Amy really messed that word That's up. That's it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Telepathy.
4: No, so, yeah. it is not. Say it again, though. Tele- telepathy. There you go. Oh, struggle sometimes. And then homes won't have kitchens anymore because. They thought we're gonna have all these chemical formulas that make food, and so there's gonna be no need to cook. You just eat, just... It, eat it in a pill. Yeah, voila, mm-hmm. dinner is served.
1: They weren't super off. Mm, that last one's pretty bad, though.
4: But also,
0: mm, we have well, kitchens. But there are like sh- true. But there are like shakes now for a whole meal. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And also, that life expectancy, a hundred years, and we've gained twenty. 20- I mean, that means another hundred. We could be living to 130, 140. Wow. We just no, missed you it. Feel, oh, I know. I, I knew you were
4: going to say that. You're so bummed that I you just that. missed it. Uh, in Alabama, a woman named Vicki Wise, she found a bear sitting on the side of the road next to some garbage. She's like, hey... This is a totally good bear, and it could be a dog toy. Wait, a live bear? No, no, like a little stuffed oh, bear. We didn't say stuff. Oh, I was thinking
1: oh. a real yeah, bear.
4: Thinking, oh my. A stuffed like, what kind of bear. Dog? And she's like, oh, my dog could play with this. Well, there was a little piece of Velcro on the bear, so she reached inside, and she found a heart-shaped box filled with human ashes with the name Barry Freed who supposedly passed away May 20th 2020 and she's doing whatever she can to find the original owner of the bear so she can return the ashes and as of this moment the person hasn't been found so if you knew Barry Freed
0: Barry Barry Freed Barry funny Freed guy in yeah. a bear and probably got put a- lunchbox didn't one of your friends get their car broken into and their ashes stolen
3: uh his he had his father's ashes in it and they were going to go spread them the next day so we put him in the car the night before someone broke in and stole the ashes. Oh, man. And we went on the air with it, and I don't think he ever got them back. Never got them back.
4: So terrible. Oh,
3: man. I still, when you say that, it makes me. That's so
0: tough. Sad yeah, and that's cream. a tough one. That's a tough one. Amy, is that it?
4: I'm Amy. That's my pile. That
0: was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news
4: with Lunchbox. Damn, something good
3: let's take a trip back to 1968 Sharon Day is off to her high school dance in West Virginia she's a doing the twist do the twist and she went, oh I lost my wallet <laughs> and here we are 54 years later still hadn't found it well this guy Bradley Scott's doing some remodeling at the school Z-z-z-z-z. what's this finds the wallet has pictures in it Dang. social security card. He goes on social media, and the pictures had names on them, so he was able to look them up. Hey, I got your wallet. She got him back. So it fell in something. and just stayed forever.
0: First of all, she needs Legacy Box to save yeah. those pictures. She yeah. does. And then second of all, that song you were singing, Do The Twist.
3: That's from the 60s. Is that yeah, Chubby Checker? Yeah. What was that again? The Do In The Twist. Ch- ch- do In The Twist. Ch- that's not a song, though. Yeah. I, do you think you're singing a song that's already known? Yeah, that's the one they do that... Like at sporting events, they do do the twist. They do. do, do. C- come on, baby, do let's, do let's do the twist. Do the twist. Da-da, yeah, da-da, that's what da-da. I just did. Come on, baby, let's do, do the, the twist. twist. The do what yours? did I just say? Do yours. Do the twist. Well, you you, you kind of took it (laughs) of took (laughs) it. But yeah, how
1: crazy is that? So he reunited her with her lost wallet. 54 years later. I don't understand how stuff travels in social media like that. Like, we post something and nobody sees it. But like, nobody Nobody cares about ours. And he had her
0: name because her social security People are motivated to either help people or yell at people. Yeah, that's true. Those are the two things. (laughs) All right, Lunchbox, good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. It's the time of the morning where we go over to Amy and she gets in her morning corny.
4: The morning corny. What do you call an angry carrot?
0: What do you call an angry carrot?
4: A steamed veggie.
2: (laughs) That
0: was the morning corny. That'll be one that gets shared a lot. I can sense it sometimes (laughs) on our socials because that's a steamed veggie. Get it. We're going to do mom confessions. And if any of the moms out there want to call and share something with us, we'd love to have it. You don't have to share your name if you don't want to. We have one through email. She did not want to call, but she said, Dear Bobby, I'd feel much better if I told you this via email. I used my eight-year-old son's toothbrush to clean mud off, and I really got in the grooves of my running shoes. My plan was to replace the toothbrush with a new one Because I already have one in the bathroom, and I really meant to. Well, I sat it down and forgot to replace it in that exact moment, and my son ended up using it. I couldn't bring myself to tell him, Mm. but he did use it a couple times, but I did replace it ASAP. (laughs) This is my mom confession. Please forgive me for my sins. (laughs) You know what? I do forgive you. Thank you for sharing with us. I bet you there are so many things like this that are happening every single day that moms are, are, are going through, that moms are doing. Then if you just need to get it off your chest, our number is 877-77-BOBBY. That's the situation. Amy, anything you'd like to admit to? Well,
4: I mean, something recently was that in a bowl of cereal, and I was like, I think that this is, this is a hair. And it was like this really big deal. I said, okay, fine. I'll go make you another bowl.
0: Oh, there was no other bowl made.
4: So I went to the kitchen and I just pulled out the hair and I sprinkled a little bit more cereal. on it. No
0: there. other bowl was made. But to me,
4: there was no point in wasting a bunch of cereal when I knew it was just my hair.
0: Okay, uh, waiter confession. We used to do that back in the day when I waited tables. They'd be like, yeah, there's something wrong here. Okay, you just go back. You just turn the meat a little bit. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. The, uh, there was it. nothing wrong with it. Sometimes people were just out of control with their demands. One of my steak in this shape. I thought I was getting it. Okay. It's not cooked well enough. You know what you do? You go out, you put it in the oven for 30 seconds, just reheat it again. Okay. The chef has, oh, it's perfect now. Yeah. We didn't do anything to it. <laughs> yeah. No details. It's That's perfect. awesome. That's happened all the time. <laughs> Love it. Eddie, anything? You're not a mom, mm-hmm. but you are a dad of four. If you look deep into the arsenal, deep into the well, Mm -hmm. is there anything you'd like to admit to or is you pretty much just a perfect dad?
1: No, look, I don't want this to be a a common theme, but I don't have a lot of cash on me. I really don't. And so when I need cash, Mm -hmm. I know where to get it immediately. My kids keep their wallets in the same place. And so I borrowed recently $20 from one of my boys and I still haven't paid it back. And he's mentioned it, like, I swear I had, but his memory, Oh, he doesn't even know you borrowed it. You no, don't no. Tell him? No, no. Well, guys, I will put it back. I will, put it back. It. I will put it back. That's not borrowing. This is why it's but, but a confession. It's a heist. This, you just pulled off a heist. <laughs> this kid, he, his memory is not great. So he's thinking, he's like, he must have lost it somewhere. And I haven't said anything about he's it. He's in <laughs> trouble for forgetting where he put his money. <laughs> so that's not good.
0: We're doing mom confessions. I want to go to Savannah in Alabama, who is on the phone right now. Savannah, you're a mom. What would you like to confess?
2: Um, when my son, he's five, is overly tired and I know he needs a nap and he's watching TV, I will change the language on the TV to make him think that he's just too tired to understand it. So when he wakes up after taking a nap, I change it back to English and he is, he just thinks it's like, oh, I was tired. I should listen to mom more often.
0: Possibly the <laughs> funniest call we've ever had. Wow. Huh. <laughs> That's she's living in twenty thirty, and we're over here in twenty twenty three, just Next hanging level. out. Yeah. So, can I ask you this question, just from a one creative to another, Savannah? Did you come up with this yourself?
2: I actually saw it on from a mom on TikTok hilarious. Wow. She yeah. should be
1: uh, investigated, but that is amazing. Wow. I wonder if there are long-term effects of this, like when the kid grows up. What if he thinking? just knows Spanish, though? What if the effect <laughs> right. is all of a sudden Only he's Only when like, he's tired, though. He's like,
0: <laughs> oh, hola.
4: <laughs> or anytime he hears another language, suddenly he gets he tired. He gets tired,
0: right? <laughs> anytime someone speaks Spanish... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amazing. Savannah, that's funny. Thank you for calling and sharing that. Thank y'all.
4: Y'all have a
2: good day. You too. That's...
0: One of the best calls we've ever had, pound for pound. This is a voicemail we got about this. This is Alyssa from North Carolina.
2: When my eight-year-old daughter was younger, we would always go to a restaurant or somewhere that had a play place. And, of course, she would ask to go in the play place. And I always would tell her that we didn't get a ticket. We weren't chosen at the register to get a ticket, so she couldn't be admitted into the play place. As she's gotten older, she realized that was a lie and called me out on it, so it doesn't work now. (laughs) I
0: like that one. (laughs) Next level stuff, Mm -hmm. guys. Get a ticket. A lot of parents out there taking notes right now on their phone. (laughs) Uh, Shelby in Massachusetts is on the phone. Hey, Shelby, we're doing mom confessions. You're a mom. What you got for us?
2: Oh, so I have teenagers, and normally I cut off their internet at night. Otherwise, they sneak the tablets in bed after I've gone to bed. So when I need some extra sleep or I need some time to myself, I cut the internet so they think it's as late as I say it is, and I change the times on the clock so that they don't think I'm lying, and I tell them that it's way past their bedtime.
4: Wow. That's great. This is wow. so much work. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: lot of effort. They believe that? They believe all that, the time, the everything? <laughs> I
2: have a 13-year-old. He hasn't caught on yet. Wow. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, it's a lot of effort, but so is getting some time to yourself when you have boys who never stop fighting.
0: I felt that. Shelby, thank you very much for the call. That's... <laughs> That is a lot of work, but it it sounds like it's worth it to her because that is very important to her that time. Uh, Let's go over and talk to Cynthia in Virginia. Cynthia, we're doing mom confessions. What do you want to say?
2: Oh, it's about six years ago. uh, My kids were staying with their dad for the weekend and I went on a trip and I had to pee so bad and there was nowhere to stop. So I used an empty Gatorade bottle, threw it in the back of the floorboard and thought, all right, when I get home, I need to throw that in the trash. Totally forgot about it. Oh, no. Next week, I'm oh. driving my six-year-old son to school oh, no. and I hear him say, oh, mommy, I think this hatering went bad. No. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no,
2: <laughs> in my rearview mirror and he has taken a sip. Oh. of it.
1: Oh, oh, no. oh this is terrible.
4: Oh. He, oh. Okay, what is your reaction?
0: Do you try not to laugh hysterically? Mm. What happens in the next five seconds after he says that?
2: I was mortified. It's hilarious now. I was ab- I wanted to cry because I felt so
4: bad. Now it's absolutely hilarious and I make fun of him all the time because he's almost 13.
0: Hello, pea pee drinker. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember that time?
4: But in that moment, do you wow. tell him? Because I feel like that would send my kids so far in another direction that I'd be like, oh, yeah, looks like that's gone bad. No more sippies.
2: No, it was just like a year ago that I finally told him. Oh, wow. And he laughed. He thought it was funny.
4: But yeah, no, at the time, I could
2: not. Mm -mm. I wanted to cry. The date (laughs) is
0: January 10th, 2023. This is the day of the greatest phone calls in the history of the Bobby (laughs) Gold (laughs) Show. Awesome. It's down in my diary. Uh, Thank you for the call. I hope you have an awesome morning.
2: You guys do too. Thank you. See you you
0: later. It's a voicemail from Jasmine in Utah.
2: So I am a new mom to an almost one-year-old. I work full-time. Sometimes I will take a day off and I still take them to the sitters. The sitter is my mom. And at times she will be like, oh, why don't you take a day off so that I can, you know, do this or do that. And I tell them, well, it's really hard for me to take days off at work. But once in a while, I do that, and I still take them to the sitters so that I can have a me day. Love the show.
1: <laughs> wow. People working hard. You know what? You deserve a
0: me I day.
4: Yeah, of she, course. like, dresses for work and yeah. drops her kid off and then
0: goes home. Absolutely. She prepares a report just in case she gets <laughs> questioned about it. Uh, here's a voicemail from Claire in Conway, Arkansas.
2: I take about uh, 90 to 95% of my kids' candy, like Halloween treats. And I work in a school, I have a treasure box, and I take all of it and put it in my treasure box at school. And when my kids ask me, mommy, mommy, where's my candy? I just pretend not to know what it is. Sorry, I'm not sorry.
4: (laughs) Wow. You pretend to not know what it
0: is. (laughs) I get the candy one. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love sugar, you know? (laughs) Uh, this is Rachel. Let's go talk to Rachel. Rachel, we're doing mom confessions. Thank you for calling the show. What would you like to say?
2: Hey, so this just happened um, over Christmas break, but we were at a big family gathering and I needed to sneak off and go to the bathroom. So I grabbed my phone. I get in there, sitting there, and I realized that I it was my daughter's phone, my 14-year-old daughter's phone. So I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm going to do an audit anyway. So I'm like looking through her text and checking stuff. And all of a sudden, I get a FaceTime call from, like, this boy named Jackson. I'm, like, freaking out because I, like, don't know what to do. I don't really FaceTime a lot. So I'm trying to, like, decline the call. But I accidentally accept the call, like, while I'm on the bathroom, in the bathroom. <laughs> so I'm, like, freaking out. So I'm, like, this poor boy. I'm, like, trying to hit all these buttons. And so finally the call did go away. But I never did say anything to her. I just, like, went and put her phone back on the counter. And she hasn't said anything. And I don't know if this boy has said anything, like, if he's too traumatized or what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So Jackson <laughs> saw you on the commode? <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, pretty sure
0: that happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
4: Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Thank my gosh. you
0: for your vulnerability.
4: <laughs> I'm mortified for her. Thank
0: you. I hope you have an awesome day.
4: <laughs> that, that, okay, thank you. Thank but. you.
0: I don't know what to say except this has been a great segment. Yeah. Let's do one more. I'm just going to take one at random because it's they're all so good. Let's go to Amanda, who is listening to us in Oklahoma. Amanda, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on?
2: I have a four-year-old, and his bedtime's usually 9 o'clock, but on days that it's really rough, um, it's daylight savings time, so it gets dark early. The other night I told him it was um, 9 o'clock when it was really 7 o'clock. He <laughs> didn't have he didn't have a clue, but I was really excited, rushing to get to bed, and he, he, he bought it. So and
0: and with it being darker go. a little earlier, I bet you can get away with that. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can probably amplify the time change. When the time changes, you get an extra hour you can lie about yeah. as well. Uh, one more. Laurel in North Dakota. You were on the Bobby Bone show. Laurel, go ahead.
2: Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, so I have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old boy. And this happened about a couple years ago where they were both fighting each other. And My youngest son, he's bigger, and he's got some bulk to him, and he kept hitting my oldest son, hitting him, hitting him. And my oldest son, finally, he kept complaining to me, and I was getting tired of hearing him complain. And I told him, I was like, just hit him back. I'm done. Just hit him back. Stick up for yourself. So he went, and he hit him, like, on the shoulder back, and all of a sudden, my youngest clocked him back. And I was like, oh, great.
1: Like in the face? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Just wiped right in them out.
1: Face. Yeah, it got worse. Oh, gosh. She, tur- she
0: turned her two sons into a bar brawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inadvertently. They're busting pool sticks over each other's back. Breaking smashing bottles. beer bottles over each other's heads. She's like, how did those get into play? That's <laughs> my bad. Everybody, thank you for the calls. We really appreciate that. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way having to figure out how to pay the bill. I would have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs> Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Seuss Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts. That's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter The Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. On the phone, it's Carmen in Florida. We're talking mom confessions. Carmen, thank you for holding. What's going on?
2: Hi, no problem. Um, we it's a, It's kind of a confession. My son already knows about it now, but... We're teaching him how to drive, and we live by US-19 in Curlew and Palm Harbor, so it's very busy, and we want him to be prepared for like all the things that can happen to him, not just, hey, you're a good driver, you stay in between the lines. So my husband actually put a radio in the trunk one night. It wasn't that busy, guys. Everyone calmed down. And he played horn sounds like people were honking at him to make him kind of panic and see like what how he would react or what he would do, and he stayed calm the whole time, so... We're just throwing curveballs at him to get him trained for crazy drivers.
0: Tiger Woods' dad, when he was training Tiger, would play golf with him and constantly harass him, make noises, jiggle change, everything while Tiger was playing to go, well, if you can't handle this, you can't handle that. And then Tiger learned to handle that. Same thing with this kid who's driving on the road with an automobile that could kill lots of people. uh, (laughs) But he's going
1: to be an awesome driver.
0: Listen, I'm glad he passed. (laughs) Hey, that's great, Carmen. Thank you for sharing that with us. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you too. All right, see you later. (laughs) The news in sixty seconds, including a massive show getting renewed for another season, coming up in a second. But first, I do want to tell you there's a new episode of the Bobby Cast up. I talked to creative songwriters, producers for like an hour. Tom Douglas, awesome songwriter. For example, he wrote the house that built me. Such a good song. He talked about the process. It took him seven years to write this song from Miranda Lambert. People people kept going, eh, mm, pass. mm." Wow, seven years, and then Miranda got it, cut it, and made it amazing. Yeah, it's great. Can't imagine any other voice on it except for maybe McGraw.
1: Ooh, that would be cool. I never thought about that.
0: McGraw could have really done it justice, but those are the two that I hear and go, dang. Maybe Cody Johnson.
1: Yeah, i yeah, would be Possibly cool Possibly Stapleton
0: Okay I keep going Alright, time for the news Bobby's Big Stories Back-to-back titles Georgia Bulldogs Champions again Well, for about 10 minutes In the first quarter It seemed like it could be a game <laughs> That's about it
3: <laughs>
0: Stetson Bennett Gets a standing ovation As he goes out of the game After playing quarterback Winning his second championship They let him They call timeout And they let him Come out of the game So people have a moment To like cheer for him and Here's a clip
3: Bennett Caps a career that began with no scholarship offer at Georgia. He'll leave with a legacy
0: unlike anybody else at this school. He wasn't wow. even a starter last year, and cool. he won the championship. A lot of schools are like, "Yeah, we don't think you're— I mean, it's like 25 or 26 mm-hmm. now, too. But just a great story. He's won two championships. He looked great last night. Uh, here's the final call. Georgia winning the national title.
3: But the Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to -to back-to-back. Glory, glory, Georgia, as the fight song says. I do a
0: sports show called 25 Whistles. I can't get enough, and I had enough last night about midway through the third quarter. (laughs) It was mercy rule, and I changed it. We went and watched another episode of Kaleidoscope. Didn't watch the end of the game, but I— I honestly felt embarrassed for TCU. Oh. It, yeah. It just never got better for It just them. would have been better had they lost the last game and not had to deal with that. Great for them to get to the championship, but man, that's embarrassing. I like TCU. I like the coach. I like Sunny. I like, oh, but man, that it was, it was ugly. UGLY, they ain't got no alibi. It was ugly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I felt bad for them. And it's sports. I just feel like they should run the clock, non-stop clock, like they do for when you're 11. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. We're just going to run the... Oh. Or they stop the score once it gets to a certain yes. point. Yes. <laughs> it was really bad. If you're feeling anxious, cut back on your diet foods, meaning like diet Coke, diet X, diet Y. Oh. The common sweetener aspartame used in many foods and drinks is linked to anxiety, research finds especially when you're drinking 12 to 16 ounces in a sitting. Aspartame, which has been controversially linked to a range of problems, is used in almost 5,000 foods and is promoted as diet. Just check your ingredient list, especially if you already have an issue with anxiety because it could be making it worse. That is from the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences.
4: Gosh, I just love a good Diet Coke from time to time. Now. I
0: hate Diet Coke. Oh, really? I like that taste. love it. That aftertaste. <laughs> it just reminds me of my grandma. She used to drink so much Diet Coke. And I love soda. I love Coke. Coke itself, the real one. But I would be like, okay, let me have it. Disgusting. The cold weather can make you angrier. Amen. Yeah. I I hate cold weather. Researchers found that very cold weather can cause irritability, migraines, insomnia, and trouble concentrating. A lot of these symptoms disappeared when the test subjects were in warmer weather than 60 degrees. Once the temperature got below 35, people's moods and temperaments started to become affected. That's from Healthline. For me, it's anything I've ever broken or torn in my body hurts really badly, even if I don't do anything to make it hurt. My fingers, when it starts to get colder because I've broken broken them playing high school football, they all hurt. My shoulder, which I've torn and messed up and also have tendinitis in my right shoulder, if it just gets below 45, it just starts to ache. Oh, wow. Dang, Peppa! I got it as yeah, rains, but
4: yours is
0: cold weather too. Cold weather too. Yeah. It just everything gets inflamed again wow. when it gets cold. I hate being so athletic with all these injuries. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're past. You guys can pat on me all you want, but hey, I wouldn't be injured boy doing stuff. You know. Also, on the news from CNBC, Rolls Royce sees record sales in 2022. No slowdown in spending by the wealthy. I've yeah. never seen inside a Rolls Royce, and I was talking to Mike yesterday because we once saw a Hyundai Genesis thought it was a Bentley. I don't know much about cars. That's right. We freaked out because we saw a Hyundai Genesis. We were like, there's a Bentley. And that's like the dream. Except I thought my dream was a Bentley. Maybe it's a Hyundai Genesis. But they say that Rolls Royce, even though the economy has been going in a, a, a non-positive way, that it's up 8%. I don't even know that I would know what one looked like until I got up front and saw that little thing on the front. Yeah, the RR. Yeah, and Mike yeah. is showing me pictures now. Do you know anyone I that has that, one? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. I know, I'm not going to say who. An artist drove one over to my house once. Wow. That's
1: legit. Does it look like the Grey Poupon car?
0: The one that they had looked even, it actually looked cool because it was like a super, I don't want to say too much Okay. okay, it okay people's okay. privacy, okay. but it was really cool. Okay. It was not just a regular Rolls Royce. But I didn't know what it was and I was like, what kind of car
1: is that? And they told me. And I was That's like, the life though, man. <laughs> I mean
2: You, you
3: would okay. look t-
1: you would not look right in that car. What are
3: you talking about? I rolled to a stoplight line there, I rolled up to your house. But do that-
0: you even drive? I'm looking at it. It looks like with this car you need a driver.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do
0: you even drive your own Rolls Royce? A, a driver with like a British accent. Oh, I didn't think about that. You know? With a bottle
1: of Grey Poupon <laughs> <Yeah>. at <laughs> all times.
0: <laughs> Bill Safety Damar Hamlin has returned home to Buffalo. Amazing. After nearly a week at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center following that game against the Bengals where he went into cardiac arrest. That is from Fox News. Love to see that. Yeah. The ability for him to get out of that hospital, the ability that those doctors had on the field, in the room, at the hospital, the care that he... Tell me science is bad. I dare
1: you. I can't do that.
0: Exactly. That's why they teach it in schools. He's got to be so grateful to so many layers of people that made his life... Able this, to be lived. Yeah. Just yeah. able to be lived.
4: So many things went right mm-hmm. for him to be okay.
0: A new study found that people who think of themselves as good looking, yep. they showed a less <laughs> willingness to continue wearing masks during the pandemic. Oh. Hey, I felt that. You better believe <laughs> I'd have been an anti-masker if I'd have been hot. Just for that reason alone. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I that don't face. believe in masks, but I've I just been good looking. <laughs> That'd have been what?
1: awesome. Why? Because you
0: want to show off your good looks. Oh. And you? if, that's why if you have Come big on. muscles, you wear cutoffs. Oh, yeah. okay. That's why? Yeah, except for me. Yeah,
5: I to say <laughs> Mine's not about
0: muscles. Mine's just about being comfortable. You always cut your sleeves I off. I do, always. I Ugh. hate it. I hate, I, I hate sleeves. I hate pockets. <laughs> that's why I carry bags. Uh, that's from Frontiers in Psychology, where they say people that felt they were really good looking, they did not like masks for the most part Weird. because of the reason they don't want to cover their face. Wednesday has officially been renewed for a second season at Netflix. Now, I haven't watched Wednesday, but anybody I know that has, they love it. And It is apparently one of their biggest shows ever. So Wednesday is Wednesday Adams from the Addams family, but it's just about her, and she's a teenager, and she's go- going to, I don't know. Okay. But I have a couple friends that have seen it, and they loved it. It's 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, and they have renewed it. But I think it may be... Okay, here it is. It's Netflix's third most popular series of all time, only behind Stranger Things and Squid Game. Wow. Huh. So, have you watched Wednesday, Mike? I it. You did. You like it? I, it pretty good. I didn't start it because I feel like me watching a show about teen, just a teen girl, feels weird. <laughs> I remember when I watched that thing, Ten Things, Sixty Reasons Why. Oh, the, oh the one yes, Sixty Nine Han- Reasons Why. Hannah Baker, dude. Yeah, and I liked that show, but I always felt we were talking about it because here I am, an adult man, watching. 13 Reasons Why. 13, Sorry. 13, yeah. 13 Reasons I watched 69 Reasons Why. It was a whole. You don't <laughs> want to know. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Your top three songs in country music this week at number three Nate Smith, Whiskey on You.
5: Number
0: two, Jordan Davis, What My World Spins Around. To
2: the way that it feels when you lean in and kiss me, the way that you dance when you get kind of tipsy. I'm proud like this ring I'm wearing that look in your eye girl when you catch me staring it I don't
1: even know what it is
0: number one jelly roll son of a sinner,
1: I'm just a son of a sinner.
0: number one pop song is from Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Unholy. My Right. That's your news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. We waited until late in the show to talk about this. Don't want a lot of young kids in the car. We're talking about the Idaho murders. This is a big news story, but still, just I'll use discretion when, if it's early versus late in the show, I'm going to go late on stuff like this. So that being said, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping up with it. I mean, from what I know, you know, there's a dude, he's what um, a PhD candidate, Washington State, I think. Yeah. And for young adults were murdered and forever they didn't know however the cops were already on it we just didn't know they were on it but this dude and i, I can just start rattling off stuff you know he had apparently been in stalk that area like 12 times the house those people
1: and based they know, on surveillance they yeah. know
0: this from seeing it in his phone and because his phone. here's how a cell phone works our cell phones aren't gps Unless you actually turn GPS on, what our cell phones do is they bounce off towers near every few seconds to be like, "Yep, still on, right here." Bing, 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 bing. So that's what happens. So you can't actually tell exactly where someone is unless you're going into the GPS part of it. They don't have the ability to do that with him. But he would he would be around this area. Beeping, beeping, bing. And they can do that by seeing what his cell phone pinged off of. The night of the murders, for a period of time, he turned his phone completely off, probably air, airplane mode, which made it even weirder <laughs> yeah. because his phone was never off. And so when it happened, it was on airplane mode. So they don't know where he was, except when he turned it back on, once he got back near where he was coming from. You know, they were looking for DNA from the guy, but they had seen him scrubbing his car, and once they got into it, there was no DNA. I mean, he scrubbed it every inch, they said. Yeah. He had gloves on at times, too. There were some pictures with him with gloves. They spent a long time stalking. And when he did it, he didn't want to be tracked, so again, he turned it off. So as they are looking for this DNA, they can't get any from him. But did you know trash is considered abandoned property? If it's in the trash, it's abandoned property. You can go to anybody's trash and take anything out of it. So that's what they did, but his trash, it wasn't it. They went to his dad's trash. They found his dad's DNA, and they matched it, and it was like 99.999998 of his, which showed that his dad was the parent of the DNA of that dude. Smart. So and they live in
1: Pennsylvania.
0: They have. You guys can throw some stuff in here too. If I've forgotten a lot of the stuff, um, there are some different. You know, he didn't kill everybody. Wasn't there one person? There he were, didn't were two, two people. Was a, two?
3: And, but the girl came out of her room, mm-hmm. saw him. and saw him, and was able to say that he had bushy eyebrows and had a mask over his face and exited through the sliding glass door. Same way he came in. And but the mask was like a, a COVID mask, so it wasn't like he was in there like a ski mask or anything like that. And what's crazy is there was Reddit and Facebook threads he was that in. he was in there commenting on it while they were doing the investigation. People were like having theories. And he was like, no, the guy, they were like, he parked next door and went in. And he was like, no, he parked on the back road, entered through the wood, went through the woods and went through the sliding glass door, left door open, did the killings and left. Uh-huh. There they were, were like two different names, one on Reddit, one on Facebook. And they were like, why do you answer these like a serial killer? And he would argue with them like, that's not right, your theory is wrong. Because he was mad because people were having the wrong theories. And he was like, even before he was released, he was on there saying, oh, guy is really smart, left the knife sheath in the house, for sure going to get caught. And Uh. the cops hadn't released some of the stuff that he was saying. And everybody was, yes, and everybody was bashing the cops like, oh, you guys don't know what you're doing, how stupid, this crime is too big for you guys. And they had it all along. There's a video of what looks like him at the vigil. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Walking around. Same oh, body type. It's so,
4: it's just, yeah. Did psychotic. you
1: watch the the pull over when the cops pulled oh. him over in Indiana? Yes, he was with his mom, wasn't with his he?
0: Dad? Was, yeah, it was a parent. Yes. Oh my God! They let him. They they let him go. Now that- they
1: did
3: that because they wanted to get body cam footage because they were looking to see if there was any marks on his hands. They didn't really want to pull him over. The FBI had the cops pull him over and not do anything just to kind of look. And when they say, where are you going? He goes, uh, we're going to get Thai food. And I the did dad, see that. And the dad looks at him and goes, what? no, we're My driving God. to Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, uh. it was very awkward.
3: Oh, man. It was,
0: it's been crazy. So more details are emerging in the fatal stabbings of four University of Idaho students. Questions remain about the slayings more than six weeks after the four students were found dead in an off-campus house. A suspect was arrested and charged with their murders. Unsealed court documents shed more light on the investigation. And what detectives learned... In the weeks and hours leading up to the crime, on December 30th, police arrested a suspect in connection with their murders, and he was in the mountains
3: Yeah, he when was they up, went and finally got him. And what's crazy is he went back by the house the next morning, yeah, like at 9 out. in the morning to see if the cops had been there, if they had discovered the bodies, his cell phone pinged right in front of the house again. Ugh. Just, oh my god.
0: Obviously, goodness. he was obsessed with it because he went to the vigil, yeah. Or supposedly. Yeah. yeah. There's... Because they have a lot of video from that, and they're like, this is th- this is him, this is him. So police did not disclose a motive upon his arrest. And I don't know that there is a motive now, other than what a serial killer is motivated by.
1: Yeah. Not yet, and they don't know if he even knows who they, if he knew who they were. Before there he was became a obsessed relationship with them, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. The murder weapon, which police believe was a fixed
0: blade knife, is still missing. <laughs> Although they do have the sheath, which I've now learned what that is. Mm-hmm. It's just the leather thing that holds the knife. The holder. Because they were talking about that, and... <gasps> I had knives with sheets, but I didn't know that's what you called it. And his DNA was on the button. The suspect got in the house, the surviving roommate who saw the masked individual in the house. But I guess the interesting thing was she didn't call 911 until
3: the next day. day. She was frozen in fear, and they thought the girls were just hung over. And she heard them upstairs saying, like, the dog barking, and then she heard one girl going, "Ah," and the guy saying, I'm here to help you. Police believe the murders unfolded between 4 a.m. and 425. It wasn't until almost
0: noon the next day, which is odd. It is odd. That is odd. Then a nine one one call from one of the roommates' phones requested help for an unconscious person. So, and because of the holidays, and because of our news cycle, some people don't even really know about this story. Yeah, because I'm just taking so much. it in.
4: I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but then I, I knew at some point I would have to just commit to learn more because I was very curious. But now I'm hearing it from y'all, which is easier.
0: What if you're one of the two people who mm-hmm. didn't? No,
4: I can't even imagine. That'd be
0: tough. I mean, it's tough for everybody, right? The families, the people this happened to, and forever when they just weren't fine. People thought the police were just sucking at their job, but yes. the police were actually gathering everything that they felt they already had, but they wanted to make sure that they had enough to go in with it and that it would stick. Right. And so just a mm-hmm. reminder of sometimes just because we don't see it happening, I don't mean it's not happening. Yeah.
3: And what about all these internet sleuths that are sitting there going, oh, it's this guy, and they're naming the neighbor down the street because he's quiet, or, oh, like one girl in Houston on TikTok goes, it's one of the professors. She was sleeping with a student. She was worried her husband was going to find out, so she did it, and the lady's like, I'm going to sue you for putting my name, in.' The-, and the girl's like – you did it! I know you did it. Come sue me. Oh, it's I did like see that. All that these internet crazy. sleuths, like guys, you well, guys. You love are- the word sleuth, huh? Like you must have I, just read that somewhere. I did. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they called them. Yeah,
0: I know. I know but and he must like- just read that because he's hard on it. <laughs> I do that too sometimes. I'm gonna find a new I, word. I, and- I was like, that is a cool word. I was like
3: five times in that yeah, yeah. sleuth. I'm gonna become an internet, <laughs> 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 an internet sleuth.
4: But some sleuths have helped solve crimes for sure.
0: No, I get that. But like the podcasts where they spend a lot of time investigating, not just someone who gets on TikTok and goes, "Let me push this button and say a little, say some crap."
3: Yeah. Just throwing names out there. It's like, guys, you can't do that. So, what crime, it doesn't have to be murder,
0: but what crime do you want to see solved? I'm going to take your your comments in a second. Lunchbox,
3: we'll do yours now. Okay, I've been thinking about this. And I <laughs> i mean, if I could solve one crime is, who stole my pumpkins? From your porch? Yep. That makes this, sense. This Halloween, I put pumpkins out. My kids were so excited. And, like, two days later, they were stolen. Of all the crimes to help a lot of people in the world, you're choosing the pumpkins from your herd. Yeah, okay. and it wasn't like they were smashed in the street. They weren't, and I had nice decorative spiders crawling over them. Spiders were knocked off, laying on the porch, and someone took my pumpkins and decorated their house. I want to know who did it. What would you do to them? Oh. I'd ask them why. Oh. What were they thinking? Motive. They feel Do good. they know who they hurt? Yeah. Your kids. Are they serial stealers? Th- serial thieves? Do they need help? Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So what that, are the sleuths? Center, what are they
4: called? Yeah, them? I, I need an Were there any sleuth. message
3: boards about that? No, <laughs> you
4: know, no conspiracy? one. No one.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll come back. Everybody have yours. <laughs> okay,
4: mine feels dark now.
3: Well, well I don't know it could be. Wait, wait, mine was good. What's wrong? Pumpkins. What was yours?
4: Well, mine is from, I mean, I'm from Austin, and in the early 90s, there was four girls that were killed at I can't believe it's not yogurt. It's called the Yogurt Shop Murders. Wait, they didn't know who
0: did
3: that.
4: No, it's unsolved. Oh, it's still unsolved. I didn't know that. Unsolved. It was before
3: I moved there. So I-
4: Yeah. But that so- one
3: guy went to jail. See, the, the case is really confusing to me because there was suspects, then they no, and then they arrested a couple guys and put one guy in jail, and I thought he was still, but
4: I don't know. I mean, I just looked it up.
3: Is he out of jail?
4: And it says it's still unsolved, but I just would think, well, just any situation where... Parents or family members are having to live with people that died, and they have no idea who, who killed them.
3: Yeah, the sisters lived down the street from me.
0: Well, we can yeah. roll through this. Uh, Tupac and Biggie's one. That's oh a yeah, good I had one. that down. Just so we know, and they can stop making documentaries about it. Yeah. Did no and, one and have I, my pumpkin? Then I can stop watching it. Yeah. No one? No, I didn't. It was, it, I, I made a list. Uh, one thousand nineteen lunchboxes of pumpkins, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that was the very last crime I could even think of. Right. The John Bonet. Yes. yes. Because <sighs> crazy that that is still an open case. Mm-hmm. Because they can't figure... I mean, there are a lot of theories. I don't... I want to talk the about The Madeline that. McCann one. Yeah. It's crazy where the girl in the hotel room, the parents went and, oh, yeah. like were eating right there near... And that's one. Jack the Ripper is interesting. The old, old one? Because they don't know who Jack the Ripper was. They have thoughts, but they've written hundreds of books. Lots of theories. They don't know who Jack the Ripper was. But he was like one of the first serial killers? Yes, only because he was one of the first serial killers that was written about. Mm. I think there were probably serial killers forever. The Tylenol poisonings were wild back in the day. You ever read about that? No. no. So we were, well, Eddie was probably a teenager, but 1982 <laughs> <laughs> All right. was the year seven Chicago-area people died from Tylenol laced with cyanide.
2: Dang. A
0: 1982 Times story reports that they just started looking and saying don't don't take Tylenol. They pulled all the Tylenol from the shelves because somebody had put cyanide in Tylenol.
1: Wow. he's <laughs> kill people. I was three years old, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. And I was not a hey, teenager. whatever you say. <laughs> Eddie, did you have one? Yeah,
0: JFK. Like, so they think they've solved that one. I'm sure they do. So yours is just a conspiracy theory then.
1: No, it's not that. They arrested Lee Harvey Oswald for shooting JFK, but then Jack Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald before he can say why he shot JFK. Mm-hmm. Man, all through my college but years. that is a not an open case. No, they've closed it because yeah, it was that's a long my, time ago. So but yours is just a conspiracy theory. I mean, I don't know that they have the right person.
0: Okay, but yours is a conspiracy theory because <laughs>
1: officially they do. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah, like that's okay, though, but that's
0: not an open case because there are a lot of things I would like to do conspiracy theory wise. I want to know who shot JFK and why. Ray, do you have one? Yeah, Stephen Avery making a murderer. Yeah. I want to know if he is innocent like he says. Oh, that hit hard. Yeah, I was in that documentary series pretty so hard. Good. I didn't watch the next season, but I did really enjoy that show. And I still don't know if he did it. They convinced me he didn't do it.
4: What about staircase guy? The staircase? Yeah, I kind of forgot name? about that one. Oh, you did?
0: Mm-hmm. I so watched think about that. It
4: because one of his defenses was that an owl attacked her head. Like it flew in and clawed her head, and it caused heard her to fall d- on the stairs. Yeah, and it ca- that's what caused the scratches on her head. And, and, you know, I researched it, and yeah, it's crazy what owls can do
3: <laughs> yeah yeah but I, I, mean, got, I got an honorable mention yeah the one adnan Syed, the one he just got out of prison for yeah. i'd like to oh. know who did that hey, after a- you know who solved that sleuths they did that's right yeah
1: the serial sleuths serial sleuths that was like a sloth that keeps said the sloth said the sleuth
0: okay well we'll move on from this segment yeah i did want to talk about the idaho situation and the murders and what was happening there how
4: long did you say he was stalking their house
3: he, he went by there 12, 12 times, times yeah. according to the cell phone pings. That
0: they know of.
3: Right. And they got him in the mountains. Okay.
0: Okay, we'll move on. Um, any updates, we'll, we'll talk about it here, but you guys give us a second. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way having to figure out how to pay the bill. I would have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs> Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Seuss Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter The Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, sue brewer and the birth of outlaw country music listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest we're talking about crimes we wanted to see solved not a crime but i would love to know who was sending pizzas to amy's house
1: that's a good one it made her
0: move
3: oh yeah i remember that
0: and people have theories that it lunchbox. was lunchbox people have theories that it was tyg daniel but they swear it wasn't them lunchbox swears it wasn't him so what was happening
4: Oh, I was like three or four weeks in a row that a pizza showed up at my house from different places. It wasn't always from the same pizza place and it would be for me and it was just really weird and for other freaky things were happening at the time. So it wasn't solely the pizzas, but like there was a letter put in my mailbox, which my mailbox was up on my front door With pepperoni in and it. you had to like go through a gate to get there. So it just felt intrusive. And I was alone a lot, so I just was like, okay, forget it, we're moving.
0: She moved. And whomever you are, if you're in this room, I don't know who did it, I <laughs> swear to you, I don't know who did it. honestly, never...
4: like the way the real estate market has gone, I wish I would have kept that house. I know, you cost Amy a lot of money, whomever lot. you are. Like prime spot. Lunchbox
0: that... and Ty and Daniel mm-hmm. are the main suspects.
4: Yeah.
3: But I mean, it was just pizza, right?
0: Well, there was other stuff, too, but...
4: It, but it wasn't just pizza. It was showing up to my house for me, and I say, I didn't order the pizza. And they're like, well, we, we just have to leave it. And, of course, I couldn't eat it because I didn't know if it was poison. Well, it
0: wasn't, probably wasn't poison, but poisoned. you never know. You never know. Yeah, that's what I would solve. One day it'll come out. Our last show ever, somebody, Abby, will step up and go, it was me. Oh, Abby. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, a flight had a terrifying malfunction yesterday. The rear door of the plane flew open after takeoff. No. Uh, Hats were snatched off. Passenger's heads <laughs> Luggage was sucked out of the plane. The passengers were okay, but, but they had to emergency land it. Oh,
4: luggage but, was sucked out of the plane?
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. I saw Dustin Lynch get his pilot's license, and he took a picture in front of a little plane. He's like, I got my pilot's license. Good for you, Dustin Lynch, except <laughs> I have there's things we talk about we have no interest whatsoever in do That's something I have no interest in. I hate flying. I'll never be good with it. I have to fly all the time for work. I hate flying. I would never want to be a pilot. Thank God there are people who want to be pilots, but not for me. And I hope Dustin Lynch doesn't get, doesn't get brave up there. He's like, hey, you know, my country music career is kind of boring now because I've just been killing it so much. Oh. Let's do a loop de loop. No,
1: don't do that. The barrel rolls and Oh stuff. my yeah. gosh.
0: That's just trouble. There's a picture of him in front of some small plane, starting off this week with a gratitude post. Grateful for my friends and team that continue to push me, like getting this done right here to the sky. That little plane behind him, I don't know what that thing
1: even does. I know it goes up in the air.
4: Nice.
1: It's tiny. <laughs> but like Dirk Bentley has been flying for years. You've never said anything about Dirk. Yes, I have. I'm like, Dirk, stop. <laughs> you try to get him to stop too? Yes. you.
0: They love flying. They, they love do. it. I, uh, oh, I have no interest in it whatsoever. Oh, my goodness. I have Band-Aids all over my hands today. When I get, I still bite my nails. For everything that I do where I'm like, you know what? I like to stay clean. I like to use sanitizer. There's still a couple things I do that are a bit counter as clean as I try to be. One is about my fingernails, especially when I get nervous. And I get hangnails so bad. They come ripping through the skin, and then I I just rip them out. And then they just bleed. It's a nonstop process. But I get really bad. I almost feel like, you know how they say if you shave your head, a hair goes back double? Yes, I keep ripping them out, so it's like the hangnails get bigger and bigger now. They're as big as my finger. It's like I have an extra (laughs) finger coming out of there. I have all these Band-Aids. And we keep Band-Aids at the house mostly for hangnails. And my wife will go, hey, you shouldn't bite your fingernails. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, And I'll bite. And She'll go, hey, you're biting? Because during basket, Razorback basketball games, I'm biting my nails or sports. That, like, da, da, da. And she's like, you're biting. I know, you know what's going to happen? Your hands are going to hurt. And I'm like, no, leave me alone. And then she'll see me pushing my fingers against another part of my body because I need that relief because the fingernails are gone and I have to, like, push the skin. Interesting. Oh. And, and then what? sometimes I'll push it on, like, her... Side or shoulder. She's like, don't use me for relief. Don't bite your fingernails. <laughs> You're like a cat. I am. It hurts. <laughs> you, like they, they all hurt right now.
4: Could you like dip your fingers in like fresh jalapenos before I a game? I could, but
0: I would rather my mouth <laughs> oh. burn oh, than gosh. not be able to get those delectable fingernails. Oh
4: Well, they make this x spray for animals that do that. So maybe you do x spray.
1: Oh, it's like bitter taste yeah. when you bite your nails. Not I would then idea.
0: become immune to
4: ick. Okay.
1: <laughs> Start sucking on <laughs> I'll do anything. <laughs> I will do
0: anything for nails. But it's a problem I've always had. There's, but today they're very painful. Uh, speaking of dogs, here's the update on Stanley. You know, he had ACL surgeries and one of his legs completely ripped. The ACL is completely gone, right? So he had the big surgery on that one and he had to just stay put for three or four months. Couldn't run. Then we got, did some little walks, went back to the vet. They said, Yep, he's all good now. And we sent him to the dog place for the first time, only for like an hour and a half. And I told you he was limping. He came back limping. And I was like, Oh God, here we go again. Turns out that whatever they put in the leg is not another tendon, it's something that can't be ripped. So he's just sore. Oh, okay. From that thing in his leg, so he didn't re-rip it.
1: That's good news. Yeah, that's that good That is.
0: News. And, and today, he's going to go back. I'm going to get off from work, take him for a couple hours, and hopefully that bulldog will be back before you know it. All right. Yeah. He has, still has weird hair spots. He, those bulldogs are short-haired. They won't grow hair. So he's still like dealing with like short hair, like weird buzz spots on his body. Oh, yeah. And I feel bad for him, but then I realize dogs don't have vanity. Yeah, yeah. they don't care. They have no cr- they, what's whatsoever. <laughs> so, but that's the story on Stanley the Bulldog, so that's all good there. He's slowly getting his way back. Uh, we had Abby, our phone screener, and she met a guy in the back of an Uber. They were sharing an Uber. And there's a version of Uber where you can go, I'll do shared. And then it it's picked cheaper. her up, and yeah. then it picked him up, and they kind of split the fee. And so she was like, he was super cute. And then we did a missed connection. Now, this is a voicemail from Jessica in Arizona about Abby's missed connection.
2: I am just calling about Abby's misconnection. Check your hidden request. So in your messages, there's a request, and then in there is a hidden request. which probably most of your messages are going to. So make sure you check there, because his message might be in that one. I hope you get this voicemail, and have a good day.
0: Thank you, Jessica. I'm told we have an update tomorrow. Ooh, Abby's gonna give us the real update man. tomorrow. A misconnection. Abby, you got that <laughs> update for tomorrow? Oh, yeah. It's all right. Good one. We'll
3: do that tomorrow. All right, thank
0: you guys. Bobby
3: Bone Show.
0: Bonehead. Story of the day.
3: This story comes to us from Polk County, Florida. A 23 year old man and 22 year old woman broke into a house and they get all this stuff. They're like, man, how are we gonna get this out of here? We don't have a car. So they call the cops and say, hey, we're moving out. Can you come that's help? That's so crazy. You would call the cops when you're doing something <laughs> illegal. It's just so crazy.
0: I do not mean to interrupt you on that, but it's just so crazy. They would go, what do we do? Let's call the cops, who are the last people you should want around any sort of crime at all. I know they're boneheads, but that's like extra bonehead.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, so they call the cops, and they show up, and they say, hey, we're moving. Can you help us move some of
0: and our stuff? Who stu- calls the cops right. to move? No, that's no one. I, I mean, that's thinking. the, that's the <laughs> part, two, but it's yeah. like I never thought, I sure would like to move this
3: dresser drawer. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) 911. And the cops found it a little suspicious, started doing some investigating, arrested both of them. Yeah.
0: They make bad decisions, obviously. (laughs) I mean, you don't just make one big one in life, usually. And so that makes sense, but how dumb. Okay.
3: I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day.
0: There is a new Bobby cast up today where I sit for basically an hour and talk to just wonderful creators. In the music space. Could be songwriters, could be artists. And I talked to Tom Douglas, who is just such a good songwriter. He wrote The House That Built Me from Randall Lambert.
2: Touch this
3: place,
0: Colin Ray, Little Rock.
3: I think, I'm a
0: here in Little Rock. He's, I think he's 70 or so, about to be 70. He talked about writing Little Rock and how he based that song on his dad. Little Rock
4: is, by a graphical, it really is my father. I just used all those that storyline of this recovering alcoholic finds himself in, you know, Little Rock, you know, selling VCRs, and he called the, the whole song is three and a half minutes of this guy calling his wife, con, trying to convince himself and her, I'm going to do it.
0: It's crazy. It's it's just such a great talk. He has a documentary on Paramount Plus that's really good. You know, he also talks about as much success as he had as a songwriter. The one person he's still just trying to impress is his wife. And he talked about how he played a song for his wife. And he was like, okay, I really like this one. And she was like, yeah, it ain't that good.
4: I told my wife about, I don't know, three weeks ago, I said, honestly, I don't think I can ever play you another song again. It was so, the reaction was so <laughs> honest and so painful. I was just almost catatonic for about 36 hours. Anyway, what it's, did
3: you expect? I expected her to love it. I knew she would not tell me she loved it if she didn't. I've got an audience one. I'm just I'm still trying to impress my wife.
1: <laughs>
0: Check it out, Tom Douglas. I love the guy. He's written so many massive songs. He wrote Lady A, I Run to You.
1: That's when
0: proud of the talk and I hope you check out the Bobby cast go podcast it if you have a few minutes super cool that's what's up search for the Bobby cast search for Amy's four things podcast there's so much up but we gotta go today thank you we'll see you tomorrow bye everybody Bobby Bones